0: Alright, good morning. We're doing Makot Yudzayin today, 17. And uh, we're going to talk about three topics. The first topic is where we're picking up on on page 16b, which is Achal Tevel Shown. We're continuing the Mishnah, which lists... Uh, we're continuing with the Mishnah, which lists um, different things that you get malikas for. That was the original Mishnah. So another topic, we, topic we talked about yesterday is Neve, nevela and treifa and shkatzim or masim. We talked about the five, the three, four, five. How many Makas. So this is a this this great chart I made. These papers actually are going to be helpful, I think, because we'll see that in a second. I'm just kind of just, I'm just introducing uh, the general flow here. So we have three topics we're going to talk about. The first topic is going to be about Tevil tevel maserishon. So the question is going to be, um, if you. Is there such thing as Tevil for maser ani? So um, we, we know that other other maser truma that you know if you don't take out the truma you can't eat the the fruit. So the question is, is that the same thing for maser ani? I think the question comes from the fact that maser ani is like a uh, is a monetary thing. It's a, it's a certain um, contribution to the poor. So maybe it's not maybe maybe that that law isn't necessarily in the, in the realm of holiness laws where it makes the with that, if you don't remove the maserani, then the fruit itself is tevel. So that's that's going to be the first discussion. That's that's only going to be like twenty lines or so. Then we're going to pick up on Yud Zayin Aleph. The second discussion is going to be about when the Mishnah says it's like eight or nine lines down. It says Kami Ocham tevel. That topic is going to be about how what's are there such as the, what are the shiurim of the Torah for eating tevel and in general. It's going to be a machlokit. Rabbi is going to say that everything is just you get everything's asur. Um, even so one opinion is going to say everything. Also even if you eat a little bit of it another opinion is going to say you need a kazai a certain amount of olive size whatever that means But um, so we're going to see there's a machloket on that that's going to be a discussion and then the main discussion of this stuff is going to be what I brought here is Rabbi Shimon's homers so he's basically going to take a pasuk and if you just look on the first page he's going to take this pasuk and just completely slice and dice it and from that pasuk he's going to learn out like seven laws six or seven laws from Kavahomers and then the like, Gemara is going to say yeah, those Kabahomers aren't so strong and that's going to be kind of like where we are and they're going to say well, why but through that we're going to learn a lot about different Corbano and different different laws so and try to I figure out Maser Sheni applies only to Maser Ani. or, or Maser Sheni or Ani Maser Sheni that's in Israel only uh, yeah only applies for Recess Yeah. Israel, yeah. Not for no yeah, you need to, and you have to eat it in Jerusalem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Most all those things only apply to Israel. The mitzvah uh, to live for arts. Yeah, yeah. Mitzvahs that are dependent on Israel. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's pick up. Uh We're all like uh, twelve lines up. Achal maser, tavel maserishan. So amarav achal tavel shemar serani. Look here. There's a statement. It says whoever eats tevel of maser ani gets makos. So there is such thing as tevel when it comes to maser ani. maser, maser ani is something is a tithe that's brought. I think in the, I think it's the third and sixth year. It's brought. Um, it's for you have to take it out of your, take it, remove it from your. Um, you have to tithe it, and it goes to the, it goes to the poor. Um, does anybody remember? I think it's the third and sixth year. I always get them get them a little confused with it. What?
1: Has to be well the seventh Se- year shemitah.
0: Yeah, and then you have the first. Anyway. Okay. But anyone remembers. Um, okay, so uh, come on. who is this like this approach? Okay, let's do this again. Rabiosi is is a Tana. So the looking Rav has a statement so we're trying to bring to look for an earlier source which can um, affirm this. So you have Rabbi Yossi, who's a Tana. Rabbi Yossi says, So maybe you're only Chayav on Tevel that's that what, nothing was taken out of it. But if even a little bit was taken out, maser Maserishon, something. If something was taken out of it, you're not Hayav on that Tevel. Maybe that maybe we could understand it that way. Um, Ella ala tevashlo, who ami menu colicar, who ami menu ella la car, who ami valora menu maserishan, maserishan, velo maser sheni, fila maser, fila maser sheni. So I think that's the answer already. Loiah, ella la tevashlo, sheramen colicar, who ami menu trumag dolla, valora menu maserishan, maserishan, velo maser so all these things if you if you did all them and you didn't remove them you'd still be obligated for tevel okay so let's just go through this um so the question was can you you have on for tevel what you have for tevel if you only sorry Right, that work. Um, okay, the question is—we we raised the question already. If you didn't—if you didn't remove—if you, maybe you have to—if you remove a little bit of, te, of, of something from it, maybe it's not tevul. That's the question. Or you have to remove everything from it for it not to be for it not to be temple. That's the question. So it seems like they're answering that. Um, the case is that. Yeah, let me just see. Sorry. Um, so, I, I know the masgana here. The The process is a little unclear to me here, actually, if someone wants to chime in here. So, the pasuk says you can't eat maser um, you can't eat maser the Pasuk says let's sorry. Shara Sorry, I learned this yesterday, not last night. so um, it's not so clear in my head. Um All right, let me just read this in time. Sorry. This is sixteen B. Okay. In accordance with whose opinion did Rob issue this ruling? Is in accordance with the opinion of this Tana, it is this Tana, a bright Rabbi Yossi says, One might have thought that one is liable for eating only untied produce, from which no gifts were taken at all. True Magdala was taken from the produce, but first tithe was not taken from it. Or the first tithe was separated from Not the second tithe, or even if only poor man's tithe was not separated from Where is it derived that the halachic status of the produce is that of untied produce, and one is liable for eating it? Okay, so if you, didn't do, if you only did one thing, how do we know that that's still considered Untithed, I meaning it's still considered tevel. So not you,
1: all the tithes were taken. Yes,
0: yeah, only a few. Only well, the few if, t- you only took and we want to, say that nevertheless, yeah, you only took a tithe. Then nevertheless, it's still considered tevel. Yeah, that's, the question. that's where, the question. Where do we learn Does that from? You take from?
1: A, each of the tithes, yeah, or only sorry. any of the tithes. Where do you learn that that's from?
0: True. The bread to consider is derived from the verse: "You may not eat within your gates." And there it states and you shall not give to the Levi to the convert to the orphan and they shall eat within your gates and be satisfied just as there with regards to the phrase and they shall eat within your gates poor man's tithe here too um, you may not eat within your gates referring to the verse one says you shall not you may not eat so we learn from fromzerrah like, Shava um, it says in one place uh, they shall not within your gates and be, they shall eat within your gates and be satisfied in um, another place it says uh, a poor man's Uh, they shall eat within your gates this is referring to poor man's tithe also so therefore you learn that if you didn't even take out the poor man's tithe it's still considered tevil okay okay. sorry it's a little unclear in my head there Um, so now we're picking up so okay we learn out it's still considered poor man's tithe it's still considered tevil if you didn't take out a poor man's tithe Mariv Yosef, it's there to three lines from the bottom. Mariv Yosef, Kitznai. This 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 is in accordance with uh with a Machake Tanaim. Avigayzer my entirely credit to Shem Ama Serani Sheldmai. So, Avigayzer says you don't have to call the name Ama Serani Sheldmai So, um Okay, so there's there's two things. There's three there's a there's three things going on here. Demai is a, a special law with regards to, ma, Masra. When it comes to uh, if you get if you buy you go to the shuk and you buy um, fruit from an someone is an ignoramus. So the the sages, it was instituted that whenever you get stuff from them, we, they're already considered that they don't know the laws. They don't know the laws. You have to be extra careful and you take out Masra. You take tides from it because. So you not, assume that they you, didn't yeah, Exactly. Pre, assume, it wasn't pre-tied. Exactly. You assume that. So that's so the even case, if you it had mean, been tied, it, You it's do it from Safek. I don't think you make a from, Yeah, you don't make a bracha or whatever, but you, you do it so out of doubt. Now, um, the question is do you have to do that for Maser Ani or not? So this seems to goes back to the Machoket. If um, if it's if it's Tevel, as long as you didn't remove Maser ani, then you would have to, to do it. If it's not Tevel, meaning it's it's maserani uh, doesn't make something Tevel or not, then you wouldn't then you wouldn't have to uh, you wouldn't have to do it from safek. That seems like that's that's the case. So let's read that again. Rabbi Ezra ain't al sheldmai So there's another concept here. Koredet Hashem. So there's this idea that you you Rashi explains. He says that you don't have to um Hashem. Says Well, I we don't read it. It's like a long Rashi, but basically it's a uh, it's a way of doing the separation of truma masrot through through like a verbal uh, a verbal a verbal action. So you say, I uh, I separate this, this. I'm gonna you say out loud. This this part of the batch is going. You have like ten apples. Say so this part of the batch is these apples. This apple is going to be maserani. You say. It. You don't even have to do it physically. Once you do it, then that, that's enough to enable you to eat the other ones. Okay. Yeah. Knowing that you're going to give. Knowing that you're going to give it, yeah, and that you stay <coughs> away from the other one, you can eat the other ones. So um, that's a form of hafrasha. Um So everyone agrees you don't have to do physical hafrasha, but but they still chamim say you have to et hashem. You have to do some sort of act of removing it. So there is maser ani can make some if or a lack of removal of maser ani can make something tevel. Right, that's a to chamim. But korner Rabbi Ezer, it seems like even if you don't remove, you don't have to et hashem from in Demai. So it seems like even if you don't remove maser ani it's not considered tevo. And that's okay. It's okay to eat it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it was because uh, Maser, he understands, I think I put down here. Yeah, I wrote it here, um, in my notes. It's a monetary obligation to the poor, and in doubt, um, so, okay, so, so uh, Rabbi Elyser holds this, this is a monetary obligation to the poor, and so when you're in doubt, the general principle is, whoever removes money from somebody else's hand, it's they have to bring the proof that it's there. So, here we're in doubt because it's demai. So Rabbi Yezir says this is a monetary thing, so um, you don't have to give over your money to the poor. Chaimim say uh, it, you know it is for some, it is considered tebel. That seems like that's the machok at this point. So, um, so that
1: but specifically <coughs> maser, maser ani. ani. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's the, yeah, that's the specific that's discussion here because the gemar. That, that was the whole discussion um, yeah. started because the Mishnah stated maser shon, uh, right, right. yeah. Um, Okay, so this is what we explained. The mar-savar, chachamim vadai tovlo. Marsavar mar-savar vadai eno tovlo. So So, the chachamim, um, the first view, mar-savar, that you have to koreshem. Why? Because if you don't do that action, it's still considered tevel. And maybe a realizer says, if you don't do that action, it's not tevel. It's okay. Amar le'abai, ihachi, amiflegi bisfei iflegi So, this isn't that strong of an objection, in my opinion. But, um Abai says, how do, I, it's not so convincing. I'm not so convinced that that's their machlokah. Because if that was really mach, their machlokah, they would have stated their opinion not in a case of doubt, but in a case of vaday. So they discussed they're discussing a case of damai here, where you have a doubt. They could have just said their their opinions up front. They could have said out loud. They should have said, um, "I hold this and I hold that." And it seems like they're attaching their law to a case of doubt. Maybe there's something unique to this situation with regards to the doubt. It's causing them to say their opinion. It's not a categorical approach. Mm-hmm. So that's that's his argument. Um, but you could just say, well, don't you ever see this all the time? I mean, you see this all the time where chachamim are staying their opinions. It's not always they don't have like a, always a clean, pure case where they're discussing. They're discussing what came before them. So you could say that, but he's not satisfied with that.
1: What do we say that you know like, um, about poor cases making bad law? So you know, if you're arguing, maybe about a doubt. That's uh, such a good thing to base a, a law, on, you know. So why would
0: they be? You see that happening all the time, though, no, right? No, you do. That's right. that that it's Gamar, like this is. Yeah, here he's taking objection to it. We'll see. Maybe we can answer from the way he explains it. So, so what does he say? Laqul So for everybody, really, it's it's to It makes it tevel, right? So if you didn't if you didn't remove maser ani, it's tevel, even according to Rabbi Eliezer. Who we thought that he says you don't have to kores shem for tmai. We, it's still for him. It would be a, it would, You have to remove maserani, otherwise it's Tebel. So what was he, Why did he say nevertheless you don't have to kores shem? It's not a problem, and I don't. I don't have to, and I can still eat it. So I'm going to do that because it's a simple exchange. Yeah, yeah. It's and I'm Transaction. Yeah, and it's I'm I'm lock, robbing somebody. Lock, but, I mean, yeah meaning in yeah. their heads I'm so, no I'm saying yeah. from his point. yeah yeah okay cool so that took us a half hour to get we got it okay, okay. uh so say again so what did we get so Maser Ani Maser Rishon and the other ones he doesn't want to take out because if he takes it out um he he, he won't be able to eat it and he'll have to instead uh, bring it to the Kohen and th- that's too much for him he w- he cares about Tevo but doesn't care that much he cares about Tevo um, to the point that it won't be too much too intrusive in his life. So, uh, a t- a taking out Rishon and whatnot, that's intrusive because then you have to go. He can't eat the food. you have to go bring it to the Cohen. So he doesn't want to do that. But when it comes to Ani, it's not too intrusive. He'll uh, all he have to do is take it out, and then he can even eat the food. And maybe he'll have an Isor of of stealing from the ani, but that's not the end of the world in his head. So that's kind yeah. of, that's yeah. what, that's, so that, that's, 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 so, yeah. He's willing to take, take the yeah. l take the loss of the Gezel, isor, mm-hmm. And then Chachamim say, even for that, he doesn't want to do. That's yeah, so the question is, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay, so, um, so the question is, what is, what is the ama what, how much do they care about Tevel? According to Rabbi Yezer, he cares but it's too much of a tir- It's 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 too much of a tircha. But when he can do it, he does it, even if it means he, he's getting a a lav of gezel. For Hachamim, it seems like uh, he he hardly cares, and if it's a little, even a little bit of tircha, he doesn't want to go through that. Okay. 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 So if you go back to the, our Mishnah, it talks about um, what was that Mishnah.
1: It's actually pretty relevant. I'll
0: just repeat to what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said like this. Um, there's a Mishnah between... There's a Mishnah between and a in the Mishnah with regards to how much you have to eat in order to get Malakos. So, the Hamim... Yeah, let me read this... Uh, Okay, here at the end of the Mishnah on Yukim al Amulav, it says, How much do you have to eat Tevel? Okay, this is the end of the Mishnah on page Yukim How much do you have to eat Tevel in order to become obligated? Rabbi Shimon says, Even a little bit. Okay, Tevel, something you didn't take your mother you have to even eat, even if you eat a little bit, it's still, it's still considered um, forbidden. It's a forbidden act. Hachamim says, You have to eat a Kazai. Okay, that's their Machuk so far. So Rabbi would say to him, What about if you eat an ant? That's smaller than a kizayit, and you too, Chami, would agree that you too, you, you, Chami, would also agree that you're you're obligated for that, even though it's less than a kazait. What's your answer for that? Um, No, don't bring me, Don't bring me a case of anemala. In general, I hold unique kizayit for anemala. It's a full animal. When you have a full animal, a full being, that's considered, even if it's less than a kizayit, everybody agrees that it's forbidden to eat it. That's why I hold that. So he brought. So Rabbi Shimon said to him, "What about? uh, So, so what about tevel? We have a full grain." If you grind it up, right? yeah. Well, if you have a full grain, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's that should also be considered something full. You should say kol even like me. Uh, and uh, so Chaim didn't answer, but the Gemara is going to answer. Full grain, less than a kizayis, less than a kizayis. Okay. Yeah, But it's a whole, but so, it's still a whole. Like yeah, grain. initially we thought it's all about so you have a whole something in its in its complete form. That's what would obligate you with an with a with a Allah, an and an. are going to answer that. I only hold. Something in its complete form is is you, are, you become obligated for it if it's less than a kazai, if it has life in it and that's an emala but uh, but uh, but a um a piece of grain doesn't have life in it I think they learn out somewhere but there's all these discussions on that because there's also says Gita nashet also, also is, it's it's a birebria even if it's less than a kazai, so we supposed to go into that but that's that's enough for what we need to know now but so. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish So when it comes to um, when Rabbi Shimon when he says that you need a uh, you need a, even you need, you can use a, a, even a little bit. He was ta- he's talking about he wasn't talking about everything. Have, it's not a categorical thing that I always hold a kezai. I always hold less than a kezai if it's a complete thing. It could be an amala. It could be a grain. But if it, if it was ground up. Ground, ground it up he would say that you need um, so, you would still need a kazai <laughs> rabbi yermia who's going to be actually the the here he says rabbi shima ben lakish <laughs> Amar um, amari ben lakish ki mahoket bezu kach malchoket bezu so there's also machoket in that even in even <clears throat> if you, you ground the um, the even if you ground the the wheat you would it would still be shehu so the discussion here is whether Rabbi Shimon holds a categorical approach that we always hold a little bit if you only need a little bit or does he only say that in relation to things that are, that are complete things it could be a nemalah it could be a chita. that's a macho Rabbi Yirmi is going to be the psak and he's going to say that no, it's a categorical thing you only need a little bit to be obligated in eating on, on, um, in the, by the Torah when does we have this whole discussion of kazai he's going to say that in kazai is with regards to a korban but it's not with regards to eating uh, he's gonna be like the Pesach here actually. So so he's gonna bring Tnan. Um, there's gonna be a question of uh, on Rabbi Yirmiyah here from a from a Mishnah Kibriata. So when Rabbi Shimon mentioned khita, it seems like he mentioned chita specifically. And not not flour. Right? So this is a this is a proof again. Rabbi Irmiya says uh, Rabbi Shimon has a categorical approach. It would apply to grains, it would apply to ants, it would apply to flour. And they brought him proof against it. They said in his when Rabbi Shimon stated his opinion in the Mishnah, he wasn't talking about flour. He was talking about a grain. So maybe he would hold with regards to flour. You need a kazai. That's the um, that's a, they're trying to bring a, kush, a, uh, like a kusha on Rabbi Irmiya. Chita'in, yes. Kamachlo, maybe. The no. Rabbi Shimon wasn't stating his opinion; he was stating his opinion according to Chachamim. You're saying you Chachamim who hold that an ant, you're obligated even if it's less than Kazai. You should also hold that a uh, you're obligated for a, a piece of grain that's less than Kazai. But me, I hold that even flour, you don't you don't need a kazai. The uh, divraham kamalahu. The didi is that clear? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. Ed. Cool. Um, okay. So, So, so why? So, let's try to understand. So, we understood Rabbi Shimon's opinion. Okay. Rabbi Shimon's opinion is, and it, it's, that's the pesach. The categorically only when you have, even when you have less than a Kazai, you 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 get ma'akos if you eat. Why did he talk about in the Mishnah about a grain and not about flour? Because he was talking for, about Chachamim's shita. He wasn't talk, stating his own opinion. His own opinion is you always always have less. Now, why, what was Chachamim's opinion? What would be their answer to what he said, his question on them in the Mishnah? Their answer is, B'riyat chitalo chashuva. Only things that are complete objects, even less than Gensai, that have life in them, they're considered, a, they're considered a important. Tanya keva, kevatei the Rabbi Yirmiya. There's a, there's a b'rita that goes according to Rabbi Yirmiya. When he, in his opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Koshu, Elian, Elian, Whole discussion of Kezait is only related to Korban. But when it comes to uh, Malakos, even, even a little bit, you're obvi- you become obligated for it. Cool. So that's, uh, those are the two discussions so far. The first mm-hmm. discussion was Tevel, Amaserani, Ani, and the Maskana there was, uh, what was the Moskana? Well, there was a, musk- a maskana the there was that Maser ani always makes things Tevel. Right, we had a whole question as discussion really was regards to the Arutz, and how careful are they with Maserani, or how much is how much are they willing to are they willing to go through the the tircha of removing it? Uh, that that's the, that was the discussion. But everyone agrees you, you tevel applies to Maser ani. It's the discussion. The second discussion we had here was uh, when do you when do you become obligated for Shirim? So in the end, it comes out Rabbi Shimon says even less than a kizayit, and Hamim say always a Kazayat except for if it's a complete. Object that's alive, is the two opinions. Now we're going to go into another Mishnah, and here we're going to, um, from here we're going to stem into a, we're going to um, flow into a, um, a, dis- a Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Shimon. A lot of statements of Rabbi Shimon's of homers. and that's where the chart's going to come into play. Um, so alchel bikurim, So someone who eats bikurim, uh, the first tithes, you have to bring them to Jerusalem. You have to read a special script. Um, if you ate them before you read the script. Um, it's the Kohen ate them. Sorry, before you read the script, then, <clears throat> um, yeah, the Kohen ate them. Before you read the script, then, uh, then there's Malchus for the Cohen apparently. Kodesh Kodshim, who's the claim? If you ate Kodesh the most holies of holies outside of of the temple, Kodashim Kalim, less holy korbanot umaseranich out of Jerusalem. These are all things. Let's say you go to Jerusalem. You have a Maserani and you bring it to Jerusalem. If you, you eat it outside the walls, you get malakos. If you go inside the walls, you don't get And you, you did the mitzvah. So... Um, yeah. If you broke a bone in a in a, in a a pure Pesach offering, you get malakos ar also. So you can't break a bone. Some people say that the reason why you can't break a bone is because on Passover, you have, you're, we're not like... We're supposed to be eating not like poor people. We're supposed to be eating like... Uh, you know, we went from Shirin. sheva from from La so now we're we're dignity, you know, we're we're important people. So we don't want to poor people. They suck out the marrow from the bones. We don't want to be like that. Aval um, but someone who leaves over um, from the korban pesach um, when it's pure, then when it's a, a, a kosher korban pesach, someone who breaks a bone when it's time, it doesn't get makos. So we can explain why you, why you don't get malkos for someone who leaves over in the morning. We discussed that the other few days, because you have a corrective for it. So that's why. Hanotel um, emalabani. So we had this discussion earlier. Someone who takes the the eggs, okay, Rabbi Yehuda from the from the mother bird. Rabbi Yehuda the mother So you get malkos and, you, and you, don't, you don't you don't send her away. Meaning this uh, is a lav We talked about this. It's a lav that comes before that, so the ase. so it's not correcting. The the love. It's an asset that comes before the love. So it's not correcting the lot
1: I'm sorry, but can we just go back for just a second to the Maserani? I, I've been I've been listening, but I've also been reading the Rashi, I think I got it. I think you're right, but I just want to make sure. Okay, so the, the, at first the argument thought was we thought the argument was if you if you don't remove Maserani, I mean, is it tevel or is it not tevel?
0: Mm-hmm. Abaye
1: comes along and says, no, 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 everyone agrees it's terra. Yeah. That's not the issue. The issue is whether Marserani was taken out by the Amarats. By, by the, by the And Mar Saval. Uh yeah, that one you don't have to doubt. Because that's just Mamon. It just kept money. And 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 so no problem. And the other says. No, even that one you have to doubt, because it's a it's, 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 it's. So what's it's, the, it's the, that, what does it mean it's just money? Explain that. It's just money, meaning uh, there's, there's no issue with eating the... the, the, the I mean, there the, is. You, it's, it's, it's thievery. But. No, but, but the point <laughs> is you can replace the fruit with money, so the fruit itself is edible. And so the one says, look, it's, it's not a big deal, yeah. so they probably do that. Yeah. Because they do care somewhat about... Because they do care The other one says, no, 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 They don't bother with, with yeah. their ma'aser and they don't bother ma'aser shani because of all the tircha. A they don't even bother with ma'aser with which you would think maybe they would bother with because it's simple. But even that they don't.
0: Care. Yeah, I mean, how much they, do they care about...
1: Right. Ties, in a, yeah, exactly. So, so yes. yeah. yeah, cool. In other words, the second opinion is that Amalekites are really obnoxious. Yeah, they don't they, care they don't at all. Do, they don't even do Masalni, which isn't even a terephath, really. But maybe they're scared to to, to rob the Ani. No, that's. But that's not the argument. The know. argument is Masani is easy, so probably they did that. Yeah, yeah. But but the other opinion. It's is a much
0: much smaller makhluket, right? Yeah. It's regards to how much does Amar uh, care about doing tithes. Yeah. Sorry about no that. No problem. I I yeah. To get it yeah, good. Yeah. It was, uh, would, you see, yeah. Um, we had some trouble with that too. So, <laughs> Okay. Now we're at the end of the ministry. Rabbi Yehuda, so if you, have, if you have egg, you have a, bur, a mother bird over eggs, if you take the eggs and you send away the mother bird, Rabbi, we learned this already a few days, two days ago. Um, Rabbi Yehuda says that you, if you send away the mother bird after you took the eggs, that doesn't correct it. It doesn't make it better, and uh, you still get uh, you still you still get malcos. Okay, Chachamim say no. If you took the eggs and you could send the mother bird away afterwards, and you don't get malkos, because that corrects it. That corrects it. It's a lot of taklasa, and this is what Chachamim going to say their their Okay? and whoever yuda says no this is a this is a, not a an asset that fixes a low toss this is an asset that comes before the low toss in the pasuk. we talked about that <coughs> okay amara bar bar khana amario gran so diver habe kiveste stimata a stimata aba khamim umrim bikrim hanakha ma'kavat behan kraye ma'kaba ben so Rabbi Yochanan says, "This is the words this is, when he says some some Mishnas were poskined." It says uh, in Stam language, but he's saying, uh, even though it's Stam language, it, the there's no, there's, Mishnah doesn't say who said, who's the author of the statement. I'm saying this is Rabbi putting it in, but this is still Rabbi Akiva's approach. Um, Chaim and the Chaim disagree. So, w- w- what's, what what approach are we talking about? That if you ate bechirim and you didn't read out their name, you would. Uh, you, if you you brought Bikarim, you didn't read out their name. You uh, the co- whoever uh, the kohen who eats the Bikarim um, would be obligated to uh, obligated in malchus. There has to be a f- has to be a full action. There has to be a full um, the Israel who comes up there. They have to put the Bikarim on the altar or wherever, and, lay it down, and call out the name. Yeah. Once they do that, then it's then it's free game for the kohen. But Chaim, are gonna say. It's uh. say no if you don't call out the name, it's if you don't read out the name, you don't read out the script, it's okay. But, um, but, but it, the only thing that make that withholds the coin from really eating it is you placing it down in front of him. So, the Khamim are more lenient. They say if you come there and place it down, but you forgot to read out the script, that's okay. The coin can eat it. But according to uh. Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva and in the, in the Mishnah. If you put it down, but you didn't read out the script, the Kohen doesn't have access to it. You have to do the act of thanking God for it. You have to do what you you came there to do. It's not enough just to give it over to the Kohen. You have to really show your gratitude to God by saying it verbally. Um,
1: That's in contrast to to Maser Ani, where just Koyta Shin is adequate.
0: Maser Ani because well, yeah, there, where there's no, right. where there's not a hanacha there. Right. Yeah. yeah I believe so. Yeah, because there's, I don't believe there's Avi cho. Right. There's not a hanacha there. Yeah. So, uh, so say this is the words of Rabbi Shimon. Why are you saying it's Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Akiva? Ha Rabbi Akiva So we have a certain assumption that Rabbi Shimon. Everybody knows the Rabbi Shimon says it's not enough just to place it down. You have to, you have to read the script too. So why are you saying this is the name of Rabbi Akiva? He's saying it's the name of Rabbi Kiva because he also holds like Rabbi Shimon. That's what you're trying to teach us. So they're going to ask where do we where do we get this source of Rabbi Shimon? How we know that Rabbi Shimon says this? And that's where we're going to get into our whole uh, the whole thing here. Uh, hopefully we can get through it in some an okay amount of time. Where's that? Okay. So the whole point of this piece here of this so we're going to bring a bright tooth Rabbi Shimon's approach. And the point of bringing it here really is just to show, like the point initially that they bring it is really to show that Rabbi Shimon holds his opinion that when it comes to Bikurim, you have to it's not enough to place it down, you have to also read out the script. If you do those two actions then the Kohen can have access to them. But through bringing this we're gonna see he has seven different halachot. And each halacha is gonna get more he's gonna take one law, he's gonna say a cabal from that. And this that and this is you think that's stringent, I'll bring you an even more stringent one. It keeps going and going. So like when I if you look on the chart here, I place each one on a different um, a different um, bullet point, more indented, to show that it's more machmir. So you start out from maser uh, sheni, then you go to bikurim, then tzedash lamim, then bechor, then chatav hashem, then olah. That's like the procession from most lenient to most strict. So that's what we're going to say. And they're going to say, you're going to say, if you learn this law there, then you should learn that law there. And then the, and then afterwards they're going to say, uh, you think each one's more strict? I can show you each one's not more strict than the other. And that's going to be like the direction here. So let's try to let's try to go through it. All right, with 12 minutes left. Okay. Um, All right, let's do it. Um, So what is the statement of Rabbi Shimon? Rabbi Shimon says it's not enough to place it down. You have to call out the name. You have to read the the script first. So it's important, okay? Here's the pasuk. um, It's the top of the page here. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to do this um, in your area. These are things you can't be able to do. You can't do this in your sharecha. Uh, you have to bring them to Jerusalem, or you have to bring them to uh, to the temple. These are things you can't eat in sharecha. Now he's going to darshan the pasuk from backwards forward. That's where the complicated thing. If you just kind of look at. The first word in each bullet point—that's the, dar- the d'rusha. Mm-hmm. So he's going to trumat It starts in the end. Then nidvotecha. Then he moves up, and then he talks about ubechorot. Um, he moves a little bit beforehand. Then back to bechorchatzarenecha, and then nidarecha. So it's like the last two. Then he moves back to bechorot. Then he moves forward again. Mm-hmm. That's the direction of his drasha. So okay. that's kind of crazy drasha. but um, but he's. But they're going to actually praise him for that going forward. Okay. So now you know. So, Tanya. So, the first, the first law we have. So, I just want to show you one more thing here. Okay. This, this chart I made here. These are things that had to be in, in Jerusalem, in the temple. These things have to be eaten in Jerusalem. In the temple, you have to eat a sin and a guilt offering. That's the Kohen that has to eat that in there. Um, in Jerusalem. Uh, the Todah, uh, the second tie that's being eaten by the Jew, by the Israel, the torah and shalim, uh part by the Israel and part by the Kohen, you, 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 make some, you share them. And Bechor, I, th- I believe that's by the, by the Kohen has to eat that, I believe, in, in Jerusalem walls, but not necessarily in the temple. Right? So that's kind of like, we, we, sh- we should remember that because we're going to go into that. Okay. So, Tshumat We learn here that you can't eat Bikurim in your showering. So I know a law. That's the first law here. You can't eat Master Sheni outside the walls. I know that with regards to Master Sheni. So I don't need you to teach me a newly moved from Tshumat I Yadecha. I, I, I know that already. Tshumat Yadecha is more Hamor. It's more stringent than Master Sheni. I brought the reason already here. Um, I'll just, expo- just give that to you before we even move on. The re- reason is it can't be eaten by non-Kohen. So Bikurim have to be eaten by Kohen. So it's more stringent than Master Shini. Therefore, if I know the laws that Master Sheni can't be eaten outside the walls, it's going to be clear that Shuma Yedecha that Bikurim also. So what is it coming to teach me? It's coming to teach me that Kohanim, uh, that Kohanim get a law, get a transgression if they eat it outside the walls. It's coming to teach you something new. Um El Marshum, Mazamadil, Imokal Kabah, Maserko, Mama Seracau Khan, Khutzhama Krim Lokoshikan. Ha Lobakatu Elokel may be Kurim Achilo Kara and Shu Lokia. Oh sorry. That's actually not good. this is the limud here, and this is the most important thing. Oh, it is I did get it right. Okay. Um Yeah. So I know the Koin can't eat outside the wall. The smaller bullet point is is the Kava Homer. I know that already. That's that's said. So what's the limud? It's the top line. That that you can't eat it until the name is called out. And that's the Rabbi Shimon statement that we needed here. That's all we needed. We could have stopped there, but they brought the whole thing. Okay? So again, I know I can't eat out the walls from Master Shining. So why do I need this? Come and teach us that. It's not enough just to put it down. You have to call out the name. Okay, good. Um, so if, it's, if I know... That if it's to teach me, I like to eat, can't eat it outside the walls. I know this from Maser Shani. This again, we're comparing this not to actually Bikurim, we're comparing this to Maser Shani. That's why it's on the same level with the bullet point, the more, first one in. Um, so I, I know that already. So what's it coming to teach me? Is to teach you something new? That I and the, the answer is. Sorry, uh, this is yeah. So the Chiddush the here is that somebody teaches something new you can't eat it until its blood is sprinkled on the altar that's the Limud so it's more stringent vis-a-vis Maasir because and the Gemara is going to explain because you place, you, place, yeah. you place the blood and sacrificial portions on the altar with these I get it it, yeah.
1: it didn't like click for me he's just he's sort of
0: yeah I mean the call of the Homer is he's combining them to come up with this Right. So your plate you can't eat outside the walls and your place you have to place it on the Yeah, you can't do this. So so, so this is not a chiddush Right. So it must be something new. Right. Yeah, is that? Yeah, yeah, cool. So that's how it's gonna be for like another five ones. Okay. He's gonna keep doing that same yes. technique? For more and more. more, it's taking and more each, way, yeah. yeah, he's finding a And then they're gonna the go back way. and back and back. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is this clear how like I kinda yeah. did it Okay, mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. So again, so I know it's more stringent than Master Shini from the bracketed part. Therefore, I can't be learning out that law that I, I already know this law, the, the inner one, that I can't eat outside the wall. So I need a new law to teach me. I learn how I can't eat until the blood is spring on the altar. That's the next one. Bechorot. Zeh Amar Im l'okhan, chutz Khoma, You can't eat outside the, I know that. For, I also know that from Master Shini, And he's going to say another thing. In <laughs> So these two I already know. You can't eat outside the walls, you can't eat until it's sprinkled, because that's a kavachomer. This one's more stringent. Why is it more stringent? Because um, it is holy from birth. A bachor, you, you don't make it holy, you don't sanctify it. It's already holy from birth. So a bachor is a firstborn. So it must be more stringent than, than the todah shlamim. So I can apply the two laws of todah shlamim in relation to it, that you can't eat outside the walls and you can't eat until sprinkled. And we're on page two here. And then uh so nevertheless, so what what's the new law? It comes to you that a non-cohen can't eat a bechor. That's the kiddish. That a non cohen can't eat a firstborn. Okay, that's the so Ma Lobaktub Ella Khomina Bhor fila karzikashu oh sorry. Uh okay. Meaning a non cohen gets malcos. But karcha ut son ka zochatarbashams. Now we're going to a more an even more strict one. Why is this more strict? Because um, in relation to a bechor, uh, bechor is only a kodesh. It's only considered like a level of kodesh, and this is called a kodesh kodeshim. This is even a, like, considered like in the category of kodesh kodeshim. So even though a bechor is from birth, this one is uh, is considered a higher level of kedusha. So then I apply the three laws of, of bechor to this one. I say you can't eat outside the walls. You can't eat until it's sprinkled. Not going, can I eat it? So what's the chiddush? Chiddush is said, if you eat it outside the temple courtyard um you get flogged you get you get come and come us that you get Malkus v outside the you eat outside the courtyard. good um, okay so this is the so if you want to know, like the categories, at least in Rabbi Shimon's head, of what's the most stringent one, Olah is the most stringent. Why is it most stringent? Because it gets completely consumed by the altar. If it gets completely consumed by the altar. It must be like the holiest, the holiest ones. It's like you know they talk about that. Some people say Tamei Chamin. They don't. They don't work all day. Some people say that's 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 horrible. They don't. But other people are like ah, oh, they learn Torah all day. That's like the highest level. They're like the Ola T'mima. So Yitzchak never left Eretz Yitzchak. So he's like an Ola. He's always connected to God. So the olah goes straight up to Shemayim. No one can eat it. It's completely Shemayim. So that's the most chamor. It's the most stringent. So all the laws apply to it. So it has to be teaching us something new. You can't eat inside the walls. You can't eat it till sprinkle. Nine coin cannot eat it, etc. So what's the Chiddush? You can't, even, you can't even eat it inside the temple. That's the Chiddush even inside this circle here even here you, you get because that's inside the temple okay that's the end of Rabbi Shimon's approach so all we need we only needed that Rabbi Shimon thing just for the statement originally that you you have to you don't get Malkos until you if you don't call, if you don't call out the name for 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 the bichor, bichorim, um the kohen gets malchus, and we said the chachamim disagree with it. All you have to do is place it. That's why I mean. in the end we brought all these other laws. So while we're discussing that, let's see let's see if his mechava chumras are really strong. And that's actually the third page. Amarava the the the, the oh, So Rabbi is going to praise Rabbi Shimon. Anybody who gave, whoever gives birth to Rabbi Shimon, someone give birth to somebody like Rabbi Shimon, asrechem. should they should go through with it. If there's some sort of... Uh, you can see what the, if the baby looks like you know, through one of those... Uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, ultrasounds. If you can see the baby looks like Rabbi Shimon. Go through with it. If not, then whatever. Uh, Rabbi Shimon. Because Rabbi Shimon does an amazing statement by Rabbi Shimon. and Even though everything he said, I can undo. <laughs> so he starts off with a compliment
1: and then he's going to pull out
0: the... Well, no, he's gonna say, so they're going to say he's going to say I would I give him this Mitch pra- so much praise but never even though his, his, his stuff isn't that strong they're going to ask so why did you give him so much praise he's going to say because this was an extremely creative right, right. he took this part of the pursuit took that part of the pursuit backwards forwards and he did this whole thing as incredibly creative so they're praising him for his creativity not for his not successful. Yes, yeah, Not for yeah. Not for his like uh, got actual an e for, got an e for
1: Effort, but the product it, was. Well, no, of, no,
0: I would say the. Pr- no, I would say it's more about like form and and what is it? Form and structure. Or, form over substance. substance. Yeah, the form was amazing, and I got A plus for form. Struc- uh, substance not so strong, but he's praising it for its form. Okay. So my so okay, he's gonna undo it all right now. Okay, and so I just brought. I didn't bring all. I just brought here the first. Um, the first bracket <coughs> is the kava Homer and then he's gonna show where there could be a leniency afterwards. Um all right, we have like three minutes. so the let's just read it right here. so is sorry, uh, okay. So he starts out with uh, so he actually starts out with tordash so that's the second one. It's oh, an interesting way. Oh, oh sorry. I didn't start. I, I, I started a long place. Ma'echumar de Bikurim. Ma'aser sheken asurim We said Bikurim are more stringent because non Cohens can't eat them. That's what we originally said. It says, maser sheken asur Maser, someone who's an acute mourner, someone who's, w- into, uh, before they're actually going Avelus, they can eat maser, and they can also eat Ma's... Uh, they can also eat... Uh, they, uh, they can't eat Maser. A, an Onan can't eat Maser, but, they can't eat, but, a, but a, onen, a Kohen is an Onan. I guess they can't eat Bikurim. So maser, ani, maser Shini is not necessarily more lenient than Bikurim, because Maser Shini, you can't eat it when you're an Onan. But Bikurim, you can. That's how they're undoing it. Is that okay? So the stringency was vis vis Maser Shini, you can't be eaten by non-Kohen. The leniency is that uh, maser sheni, it should say maser Shini. Ah, uh, sorry, leniency is that bikurim are permitted to an owner. That. That's the Uh Let's keep going. Uh, we have like another minute. <laughs> all right, my the the toras damim Maser. She can't We said to damim. They're they're more stringent than maser because we said maser. You don't bring all the animal parts in the altar. It's not a whole ordeal. Um, so it's more stringent than Maser Shini no Maser Shini is more chamor why because you can't you can't redeem Maser Shini on anything you have to redeem it specifically on a coin with a tzura but um, but for, for other for Tadash Lamim if it became disqualified you can redeem it on something else so it seems like its holiness is, is less is less stringent in that um, that you can redeem it on whatever Maser, Maser Shini is more stringent because you can only redeem it on a coin with a tzura so therefore that kavahomer doesn't work either. Uh umayhamar de, de bechor mitzradash lemim can't just to tell we talked about bechor is more stringent than tradas lemim cuz it's could it's holy from the from the womb. Um we'll answer that. Adarabat tradas lemim comer she can't and sakim tva shuk you have all these other things you have to do with tradas lemim you don't do with the with the with the bechor. You have to you have to wave the uh you have to put your hands on its head. You have to wave the uh, the has to wave the uh the the breast and the thigh so it's more stringent it says de chomer dechatav hashamibechor she can't kotshei kodeshim so we said achatav hasham they're more stringent than a bechor because they're kotshei kodeshim the category of kotshei kodeshim adorah bechor she can't dushanu meirachem a bechor is more stringent because it's it's more it's holy from from uh, from from the moon, exactly my chomer duulad mechatav hasham we say because it's all completely consumed Araba Khatavasham hasham chamir she came a they're more stringent because they actually take, they actually do something. They they, they, they help you atone from your sins. So if they help you atone from your sins, they might be more weighty than something that just uh, goes completely up to God. There's something deep there, probably. You know, something that goes up to God, um, and atonement's even on a deeper level than that. i have not some, something there. Um, so they say everything is more chamor than than olah. Everything's more chamor than olah because everything has two achilah. You eat it; it gets eaten by the by the Cohen. It gets eaten by the altar, but uh, uh, an olah only gets eaten by the altar.
1: Right. So the I think the holiness yeah. is because there's a connection, maybe something that goes up completely. It's the so,
0: shemay. So that was the, one hand we said that it was more chamor, right, and now very, we're saying it's right. It's, uh, but I'm gotta,
1: thinking
0: how, so let's just finish this because it's against So, so has to, has to ask the question, okay, uh, you know why why are you praising him if yeah. if you are, uh, just undid everything you said? <laughs> uh, you know why why is it so great? Everyone who gives birth, it should be like Rabbi Shimon the 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 Whatever he thought, he was able to fix figure it out and, and, and mix mix and match the Pasuk, the and he was able to learn learn out from the Pasuk. So they're asking him, Well, here's a question. Do you do you get do you actually can you make someone be obligated? Another question, Rabbi Shimon, you can't make somebody be obligated from a Kavah Homer. You can't you can't give a you can't give a a, a a warning from 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 Kavah Homer. He says I didn't talk about warning. I'm not talking about a punishment. I'm talking about an isura. There's an isura here. So I don't I, I don't know what the difference between mazirim right? and. Between the Pasuk. If anyone wants to go, please feel free to go. I don't know. How to, but that, that's kind of. What
1: we learned earlier that you needed a
0: pasa. You need a pasuk. You can't learn. You can't right. learn out a punishment. A, punisher, Kavah. a Kavah. You can't learn a punisher for chama. Everyone agrees. Rabbi Shimon says you can't learn out an isura from a homer. Mm-hmm. The thing is, when he says "ain I thought that's the same thing as an isura. I don't know. "Mazirim What's that? What does that mean? It says you it says you can't want uh, but you can't. There's an opinion. It says here um, Even the person who says you can give punishment from a Kavachomer. You can't give uh, Azara from a Kavachomer. I think that Azara, I don't know if, is it a warning or is it talking about an, a, a lav, a lot It's not clear. Apparently, maybe it's a warning because it says here, Rabbi Shimon says, no, I just said you get an Esor. So maybe he's just tacking on some Esor points, but but it's not considered an Azara. I don't know, I don't know the distinction between Esor and Azara. I looked it up. I didn't really see an answer to that. But. Okay, cool. So that's we got to the bottom of that page for the most part. So, so,
1: so in the end, we don't have uh, a definitive ranking of, of, of the different. Um,
0: according to Rabbi Shimon, we do. According
1: to Rabbi Shimon, we do, but according to Rabbi, we yeah, we don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was yeah. That would have been nice if we did, right? So we're
1: left that. Olah
0: can go both ways. Ola, on one hand, it's eat, we said that it goes to Shamain, That's it's more <laughs> On the other hand, the fact that it's not eaten by the kohanim and it's not doing have any effect. we see that, like the same thing with the Mechapre. It's mechaper. These are mechaper. those are not mechaper. so there's an advantage to that, that it has an effect on people, uh, as opposed to going to Shemaim, so. Interesting.
1: There's a new meaning to go to Shemaim. Yeah.